Hello and welcome to episode 5 of Everything Left. Joining me this week, we've got Addy. Hello. We've got Han. Hi. And back... <laughs> Sorry, was that your cat? <laughs> that was my cat. <laughs> and Ninja. Oh. Again. That's so adorable. That's staying in. And, and Richard's back as well. No, I'm not saying hello. You've got to say hello. Um, you're not saying what? hello from last week. Hello? He didn't, he didn't say hello that. from last week. I had to do some very clever editing to make it sound kind of like a hello, but it really <laughs> wasn't hello. You just slide To be fair, you've said I'm not saying hello, so I'll just take the I'm not saying off the beginning. Yeah, you know what? He didn't even notice that I got him to say it twice either. <laughs> yeah. He also just said hello. 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 Don't use all. Don't use any of those. As Han found out in the first recording, you, you've really got to make sure you know which hello you're going for. You really have to nail your hello. If you don't nail oh. your hello, it's like, oh, I haven't nailed my hello yet. <laughs> I might go for a water. I would probably just start saying, shalom, everybody. Yeah, I should, I should embrace my Scottish heritage and go, hiya. Hiya. <laughs> hiya. That's what me and my bro Oh, that was good. If you wanted to embrace your Scottish heritage, just go, um, you may take our freedom. But you'll never take our pies! I love how the most iconic Scotsman is a anti-Semitic Australian madman. <laughs> that actually the is the most iconic Scotsman. In show I like, that's the only <laughs> movie scene I remember about Scotland. I'm actually, like, massively chilled. You might not be able to make me angry today. <laughs> Holy crap! I'm, I'm actually serious. You've got to get slightly angry. Yeah, but sometimes I just get sad. Do you want something that will make you happy? Yeah. We've had some positive feedback on the show. Ooh! Yeah, someone shared us and put, I love this series so much. Who? Who is it? Uh, Sharon Stoned. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and because of that name, I think we should give her a shout out on the show. Richard's friends really yeah. enjoying it as well. Marty has liked the page. I saw she liked the page. Not, not, Good. not named after Stephen Moffat. No. Um, have Have they given us a review on iTunes or anything important like that? No, I don't think she's done anything important at all. I think she just said that she likes the podcast and enjoys well, it. Well, tell her she's shit. <laughs> <laughs> If it's not officially liked on the internet, yeah, it doesn't thanks count. Thanks for doing nothing except liking us. Oh. Yeah. Thanks for enjoying us. Bastards. They're, they're allowed to enjoy it. All we ask is they click the thumbs up. Well, you, you can enjoy it if you really want to. Yeah, it's meant to be a life lesson, but, but you know, if you have to enjoy it. I suppose we do include a bit of laughter. A bit? Last episode, we spoke about the Pope for about 30 seconds and then went on a massive 10-minute tangent. About the Bible. Yeah. I say we should start with Trump. After weeks of Trump just sort of naturally coming up, but us not actually talking about him, it's kind of got to the point now where he said so much stupid stuff it shouldn't be surprising, but this the latest comments have just gone so insane this last week. You know, women have actually started coming forward and telling stories as well, sure, of actual yeah. sexual assaults. Uh, not, no, surprised. not surprised at all. Well, there's supposed to be some revelations coming out from his time doing The Apprentice. So there's still there's still more to come out. Really? Well, oh. I mean, he's only what four or five women have come forward. I bet he's assaulted. But he is um, a thirteen year old is is suing him for the fact that 
he raped her. Like, isn't that sort of a big deal, or, or is it only okay if it's an adult woman? I haven't seen that story. I, I haven't seen not that story. Heard this. Where did you read that? It's on the news for quite a while. I mean, not mainstream media, but articles on the internet. Trump has been accused of, of raping a 13-year-old girl, and, and she's taking him for trial, and apparently the entire American population is kind of, like, pushing it under the rug. Shit, it was yesterday. Yeah. Wow. Yesterday. I'm, I'm seeing one here on the Huffington Post that was in June. No, the court, the court date is, is now coming up. Yeah. Right, okay. So this has been going on for months and months. Yeah. And it's been that quiet in the press. Yeah, that's my point. Only now, like, only after he said that about adult women is it coming to light in mainstream media that he's a sexist asshole, which supports rape culture. One of the quotes that I saw today was him effectively saying to a, to a 10-year-old, or about a 10-year-old, that I'll be dating, that her, I'll be dating in, her in 10, in ten years. Yeah. And that seems... Jesus. So, well, at least he was prepared to wait the 10 years, but that's disturbing enough. Yeah. So when do we start the Hunger Games? About when <laughs> When does he get sworn in the 8th? So doesn't he start working in January the following year? You get sworn in in January, the election are in the 8th. He elects November, you get sworn in in January. So by February we'll have the Hunger Games and by March the entire world will have been obliterated. Oh, fantastic. Oh, so going... well, maybe he'll nuke the world before Brexit. <laughs> I'm going to, to fly to the US in December. I'm just scared I'm not going to come back in one piece. It's cheaper here. Than the US. Yeah, your dollar will go much further here. My dollar will go further in a land where the pound is worth more? No, no, that's that's kind of the point. The pound isn't worth more. No, the pound is worth like 30p <laughs> yeah. now. <laughs> yeah, it's at an all-time low. Well, that's because the English public is stupid. Yep. Yep. And that's why we can't have Marmite. Yep. Well, no, that's because it's disgusting and you shouldn't eat that. Oh, yes. Excuse me, could you leave exactly. now, please? Yeah, Marmite is food of the... This is a Marmite supremacy episode. <laughs> We're Marmite. I just Marmite, Marmite, Marmite supremacists. And I was kicked out last week because I dissed on Batman, so suck it. Wow, you just need to keep it to yourself, Addy, because we obviously don't like them. No, 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 no. I'm with Addy on the Marmite thing. It's, it's what disgusting. What about Batman covered in Marmite? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, to be honest, that would be the best Joker trap ever. <laughs> you actually pictured that, didn't you? <laughs> off his oh. face. Riddle me this, Batman. That would be the best Joker trap ever. <laughs> <laughs> Notice that Vegemite doesn't even get a mention. Well, Vegemite doesn't count. Isn't Vegemite like the epitome of Australianess? Yes, along with um, a lot of other cultural stereotypes that pretty much come down to destroying your indigenous people. I'm pretty sure Britain started that one. No, we exported it. No, you exported people oh, to Australia. The Normans started it with us. Who? Normans. Normans. Norman. Norman. There's one bloke called Norman. <laughs> came over, he took us over, and we've been pissed off ever since. <laughs> pissed off and impotent because we, got, we got conquered by a man called Norman. <laughs> As Marmite fans, we know the state of Marmite in this country at all times, and we know that there's going to be a shortage. It's like 
It's like the whole Bronston Pickle fiasco of a few years ago. Holy crap, what the fuck is going on with your country? Well, the Bronston Pickle fiasco wasn't because of wasn't because of racism. Bronston Pickle fiasco <laughs> was because the manufacturing plant burned down. But people were actually buying jars of Bronston Pickle off the on off eBay for like 30 quid. <laughs> Holy crap. Oh, we should go and stock up your on Your country market. is so oh, amazingly pickle. stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Have you guys seen the hashtag uh, revoke the 19th? Yeah, yeah what is, what's, yeah, I, I didn't have a chance to check it out though. What, what? Okay, so the 19th Amendment that started in the 1920s is actually the right of women in America to vote. Right, so there's no so, telling what, to stop us voting? What? It's to revoke yes, the right to vote. Yes, exactly. Right. They want the, okay, so, so a guy checked and said that if only men voted in the US, Right. then Trump would win. Okay. And if only women well, voted, well, you know then Hillary would win. Trump supporters said, you know what we should do? And you know why they said that? Because 53% of Americans are women. Yes. Are they actually being serious, though, or are they just making another another impotent point? It's the same thing with them. Yeah, you can't really tell with Trump supporters. Do it, but they believe that they'd want to. They actually believe this shit. Two days ago, Nate Silver's 538 blog, a polls and number-based political publication, tweeted election maps. Did you see this? Separated by gender. One of them was titled, If Only Men Voted, showed a landslide victory in red for Donald Trump. Soon after, the repeal the 19th hashtag popped up, talking about the 19th Amendment that gives women the right to vote. Some people seemed serious about it. Others seemed to be mocking the idea using the hashtag ironically. Here's one from a woman who describes herself as a Trump supporter, she wrote, I would be willing to give up my right to vote to make this happen. Hashtag repeal the 19th. I'm not angry today. I'm just, I just worry You're about, miserable. I just worry about humanity sometimes. Yes, but we've, we've got this situation where Theresa May wants to make people who are pregnant and showing up in a hospital in London show their passport yeah. before giving them treatment. I know. Because that's not going to go horribly wrong in any way, shape, or form. No, because when you're rushed to the hospital because your baby is in peril or about to be born, you know, you think about these things like, oh, I better take my passport. Let's also point out, if someone doesn't have a passport, what, they're just fucked? Is, is that it? No medical treatment. Looking at the Guardian article about Trump, it's not actually a cut-and-dried case. Wait, which part? The band the 19th, or...? No, 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 the rape allegation. I don't know, maybe his, no, hair, okay. his magical hair raped her. No, but what I'm saying is, there are some pieces of the story that mean that it isn't absolutely, definitely true. I'm just reading this from the Guardian article about it, and it doesn't seem like... Not that I'm, like, defending Trump in any way, shape, or form. Because, obviously, a 13-year-old hey, hey, girl knows how to, you know, make up these stories. Or maybe he didn't rape that 13-year-old. Oh, maybe he Oh, maybe you raped a different one. Okay. It's interesting that certain elements of the world would almost like to believe that he did simply because it would mean that he had to be got rid of, though. But because it happened so long ago, he wouldn't face criminal charges for it. Really? Yeah, no, yeah. Sure, that's why, that's sure why it's a civil... No limitation on well, I'm assuming crime. that's why it's a civil. That's why she's taken him to a civil suit. Or maybe she just knows that he wouldn't be convicted. In, because there is, evidence. Yeah, because it was like 1994. Mm. Earlier. Are you picking Richard up, by the way? He's very, very quiet. I'm guessing he's gone away from the mic to he's do something. He's making toast. Oh, you're having my mic and toast, yeah, aren't you? Yeah, and I'm going oh. to put the microphone like right next to my face and just lick the, the toast. How marmite do you want it? You know how marmite I like it. Yeah, but do you want some extra just to be like... No, 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 no. No, okay. no, no. No? You no. don't want any extra No, no extra marmite. But there was a tweet earlier 
How does the Republican Party like being forced to carry something to term that they don't want? <laughs> yeah, I've read yeah, that I, one. I, I That's amazing. That one. I bet you're pro-choice now. <laughs> Abort! Abort! Where's <laughs> the off switch? I moved on her, actually. You know, she was down in Palm Beach. I moved on her, and I failed. I'll admit it. Whoa. I did try and fuck her. She was married. <laughs> huge news, Sarah. Oh, no, Nancy. Yeah. No, this was marriages. And I moved on her very heavily. In fact, I took her out furniture shopping. She wanted to get some furniture. I said, I'll show you where they have some nice furniture. <laughs> I took her out furniture. I moved on her like a bitch. I couldn't get there. And she was married. And all of a sudden, I see her. She's now got the big phony tits and everything. She's totally changed her look. She's your girl's hot as shit. In the purple. Whoa! Yes! Whoa! Yes, the Donald is good! Whoa! Oh, my man! Wait, wait, you gotta look at me when you get out of your life. That is very You give me the thumbs up. You are a piece. You gotta put the thumbs up. You gotta get the thumbs up. Can't be too happy. Yeah, let me. It's very funny. Are you and I will walk in. Maybe it's a different one. Better not be the publicist. No, it's her. Yeah, that's her. With the gold. I gotta use some tic tacs just in case I start kissing her. You know, I'm automatically attracted to beautiful. I just start kissing them. It's like a magnet. You just like, I don't even wait. And when you're a star, they let you do it. You can do anything. Whatever you want. Grab them by the pussy. <laughs> I can do anything. See, what, what absolutely astounds me with this last week is the amount of people who have turned around and tried to justify the, the stuff he's said and done as well. And, and the phrase that I'm, I'm seeing come up so often, which I absolutely hate, is it's, it's just locker room talk. The justifications of some, oh, it's just locker room talk and boys wouldn't win. It's like, oh, for fuck's sake, seriously. Um, you know, I mean, I knew that most Republicans were a craven backpedaling in the pockets of the NRA and corporations, fucking white men dickheads. But holy shit, how, how much contortioning do they have to do to justify that level of behavior? Have you guys seen the SNL skit they did about it? No. Because last week was the first debate, or the, the week before, I don't know, the the, the season uh, uh, premiere of, of SNL, they got Alec Baldwin as Donald Trump, and he was amazing. Yeah, I've heard of it, I just haven't watched it yet. So they brought him again as Donald Trump after the whole tape and recording thing happened. Right. So the entire time he's like, I would like to apologize. So like apologize no no apologize <laughs> and i'm like can we get alec baldwin instead of donald trump even if he is in full donald trump makeup and wig and everything he would still be better there comes a point where it just becomes almost not shocking anymore where yeah. it's just like you just basically sit there and just have to go can this just be over now well, it's, it's like when the grab them by the pussy comments came out <laughs> my reaction was well of course, of course it's yeah yeah, there was no shock. It was just like, well, yeah. Of course. I actually wanted to talk about as well, because everyone's been talking about the um, pussy grab comments, and it didn't get picked up for a few days afterwards. That on the on the, I think it was the same day, he basically said that the Central Park Five were guilty. Yes. Um, yeah. Incredibly racist and. Central what? There were there were five young black and Hispanic men who were convicted of murdering and brutalizing and, and raping a white woman back in the 70s I think it was and they were only young they're only teenagers and then about 13 years later um, they were finally exonerated by DNA evidence and you know I mean they pleaded their innocence the entire time yeah. uh, so they were exonerated by DNA evidence and the actual perpetrator of the crime went to prison but Donald Trump now 20 years later says oh no they were, still believes they're guilty obviously because DNA lies 
I well, like because they're black and Hispanic, so they must have been guilty of something. It's been reported that Russia, a blacklisting support website for LGBT teens, Children 404, which is an online support site for LGBT teens, where they, they share their stories and you know, it's just a place for, for young people to go and, and find other people like them and get support and the Russian government is, is planning to ban access to that website for the whole of Russia, which again, it's one of those things, I read the story and it's like, okay, that's, that's really horrible. And then my immediate reaction was, but it, it's Russia. I, I'm not surprised. I just love the fact that the justification is always the opposite of the truth, like the diametric opposite of the truth. Like the Pope says last week that learning about gender is indoctrination when actually telling a child the first thing that they learn about themselves is their gender and then saying you have to act in a certain way because of this is indoctrination. And then Russia's justification is information that explicitly promotes non-traditional sexual relations among children, namely homosexuality among boys, lesbianism among girls, and bisexual relationships among children, breaches laws on the protection of children from information harmful to their health and development. Well, that's actually the complete opposite of what it does. So well done on that. Mm-hmm. But since when are politicians and people who write rules and laws follow logic at all? It's all about a belief system and an ego. Yeah, and... Um, a wish for power. There was a, a joke made in, in an Israeli satire show about Putin. And they said, how convenient it is for Putin that every politician who opposes him just suddenly disappears. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess it's the benefits of being a KGB trained psychopath. Yeah, don't insult psychopath. That, that may kill you. No, I disagree with that because psychopaths have a completely different emotional range. So I don't think that they'd be offended. Mm. Well, it would depend. Because going to a psychopath and saying, you psycho, it's not really offensive, it's factual. Yeah. But saying, you're a terrible killer and you, you can so, totally see blood spots on your carpet. <laughs> that's kill-worthy. I, I don't even know what to think about Russia anymore. The stuff that's going on over there is insane. It, there, there's no words for it. It's, it's horrific and it doesn't make any sense and it shouldn't be what's supposed to be an advanced country an enlightened country shouldn't be acting that way in this day and age it's it's it baffles the mind who says russia is an advanced country yeah russia is technically a developed nation it's not a developing country you know what it, it, it does not mean it's a modern country it just means that technologically it stands in the same standpoints as many other developed countries still its information and views does not mean it's it's modern. In fact, it's quite old-fashioned, as in... Oh, yeah, 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 no, no. It's yeah. fascism old-fashioned. I, I think we could have modern fascism. I mean, I think we're brewing our own unique version of it in the UK, slowly. No, no, that's that's just ordinary fascism, because... It's ordinary fascism. Yeah, because old-school old fascism... Old fascism is is like the type of fascism that was known in the 1940s and before you know when when russia was shut off from the world and kind of became the soviet union and they haven't kind of rebounded from that period of time they're, they're, they're stuck in a time loop no they what they haven't done is developed their entire social structure and infrastructure to the same standards or expectations as Western economies. But they have developed, they have changed, it's just different. Yeah, but I think that Addy's talking more about culture, actual culture and views. 
its tradition and, it's, and how, how, how old views and how old ideas still hold sway. But I do remember reading recently that like 70-80% of people in Russia are still opposed to homosexuality, that it is still the most atheist country with the, with the highest rate of, of homophobia. I'm sure I read that somewhere. I'd say that it's more likely to be the case that 70-80% of Russians is a higher percentage because they're more comfortable with expressing that they're homophobic. I don't honestly believe that Britain has progressed that far or that or that America has progressed that far. I just think people are less likely to express it openly and they're aware that it's not a good thing. I think that's a bit, depre- that's a bit of a depressing outlook. But I think, I think this is why people like Trump become so popular. Because it suddenly makes these people who've been suppressing their views feel like they can express the their silent views again. majority. Yeah, yeah, very much so. Yeah, I guess so. There was a BBC documentary where they 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 went into Russia. I think it was dispatches, yeah. and they followed a few different individuals and groups who were taking part in the anti-LGBT activities out there. And it it goes beyond just people saying, "Yeah, we don't like gay people." They they were literally putting up messages on like dating sites to try and attract gay men and then physically and mentally torturing them they, they were like raping them with bottles and putting guns to their heads and making them beg for their life it was as i've mentioned before i don't like to expose myself to that sort of thing it, it, it did actually spark quite an interesting debate at work which i'm always glad of when these thoughts it's, it's a terrible thing to say but when things like this do actually kind of spark debate and, and further tolerance I didn't watch it because I don't think it aired when I was there. Plus, I like my brain intact. Yeah. These behaviours still happen, though. Mm, These behaviours happen in Britain. You get people making fake profiles on dating sites. Well, yeah, they did it all over the world. They even did it uh, in the US when they wanted to recruit men for the Navy. And they tried to get them to uh, flush out gay men. So a lot of officers went down undercover on ships and tried to seduce men to see who is gay. Yeah, they did it with um, with government jobs as well. Yeah, they, it kind of backfired in the Navy. No, that, those, those attitudes do still exist, though. Yeah, they do still exist, but I'm hopeful that, that they are diminishing. Yes. Yeah. But Russia, Russia has progressive people and Russia has regressive people. And Russia has people who just follow the herd, just like any other country. I think that Russia's problem is that what we see, we don't see Russian people. We don't see people of the various states that make up Russia. What we see is the government and the government's actions, and we don't hear the voices of the wider population. I'm going to be in Dallas on Christmas. So they will take me to an LGBT church, and I'm like, this is the first time I'm going to a church to burn as a Jew and not as a bisexual. (laughs) I'm just astounded by the idea of a LGBT church in Dallas. Yeah, I know, it's awesome. a sentence I didn't think I'd ever hear. It's awesome. I'm sure there's a lot of really LGBT-friendly people in Texas. I just assumed they were like... They're kind of like Beetlejuice. <laughs> you just have to call their names. It's not the entirety of, of Texas, because Austin is actually really left-wing and that. Well, I guess it, it depends on the community you're in. Yeah. Wasn't it in Dallas that they um, they voted in a Hispanic lesbian sheriff? I don't know, because... Democrat sheriff? 
Yeah, she was like, she was Hispanic, she was lesbian, she was a demo, and she won. Hang on, I'm gonna Google. Yeah. That's awesome. Pretty awesome. No, I'm just like going to wear a star of David, and it's like burning, not burning, burning, not burning on the church. Um, Lupe Valdez. Lupe Valdez is an American law enforcement official who's currently the sheriff of Dallas County, Texas. Cool. Yeah, she's been um, re-elected three times, and she'll be seeking a fourth term this year, which is cool. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, so she obviously does a fucking kick-ass job as well. Yeah. Which is really the important part. Yeah, but it's good to get representation. Yeah. Like, regardless of the great job she's doing, which is great in on itself, but it, it's also good to see that Latino lesbians can make it. <laughs> Absolutely. I think the issue is, is that society would potentially choose somebody who wasn't. Uh, Democrat lesbian, but would do a worse job. Just well, because obviously because that, that, just that's because the that, real issue. Just because that person made them feel more comfortable. Yeah, they would rather someone did a shit job that pandered to their fears. We and as sheriff, and none of the attributes mentioned have any relevance to doing the job. And yet she's been elected three times, which means she's. She's, she's a good sheriff, or she's good at her job. Well, yeah, that's what that's what I was saying. She's a good sheriff. She's doing a good job. People are happy. None of the things that are mentioned, other than that, have any, have any relevance. Should have any yes. relevance. Yeah, they shouldn't have any relevance. But they do. Whether or to not some our, people. What, what matters see, about our prime minister is not that our prime minister is a woman or unelected or any of these things. What matters is that she's terrifying. I'm doing a terrible job. Yeah. But the point is, I studied film and I talked to a lot of young filmmakers and I see the fact that a lot of times the people who say representation doesn't matter are usually the ones being represented. And my point is that the moment everyone is equal to parts to their counterparts in actual society, then you can come out and say representation doesn't have much of an impact as before. But the point is that if I see 99% white people, white heterosexual Christian people on my screen, I will scream because that's not how society breaks down and it's annoying. To be honest, I'm starting to feel like 99% white heterosexual males is exactly how society breaks down is why society is breaking down <laughs> well causation and correlation do not always go together society, but in this case society is breaking case, down regardless I think, of the <laughs> I think when it comes to the when it comes to the pyramid of scum well the top and I the bottom of the top. pyramid like they Don't go together at this point <laughs> no hashtags I, I feel like the term wasp has fallen out of out of use, but it still seems what, appropriate. What, we're our sexual perverts? No, white sex and Protestants. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I appreciate that. But the but band Wasp yeah. called them, said that they were Wasp because it was, we are sexual perverts, not white anglo Saxon Protestants. Well, obviously. It is a good way of, of summing up a lot of the people, though. Mm-hmm. In fairness, Trump's not white. No, he's orange. He's, he's the colour of so a really, saying, really, so really I, bad urine So are you test. saying that we should be voting for him because he's our first Oompa Loompa president? <laughs> did you want to talk about um the pink news article the uh the homophobic attacks thing on pink news fallacious statistics yeah I, I found on pink news going on what we were talking about before about how racist and xenophobic attacks and hate crime is on the rise 
Pink News put up an article saying homophobic attacks rose 147% in the UK following Brexit vote. You you had a bit of an issue with this article, didn't you, Han? Um, yeah, I did, because when I read it, I thought, well, that's that's quite surprising to me, because, well, for, for one reason, the statistics don't come out that quick, and it seems like a very, very large increase. And to, to Pink News' credit, they don't do what the, the Daily Mail would do, which is to not actually link to where the statistics come from. They do link to the statistics, and they do put yeah. it in the article that the, it was based on a survey of 467 LGBT people. Now, my problem I have with that is there are roughly a million LGBT people in this country. So a statistical sample of 467, I'm sorry, just doesn't cut it. I'm not saying that these 467 haven't, haven't experienced hate crime. I'm not saying there isn't a rise in hate crime. I'm saying that, to me, that's just as inflammatory a headline as something the Daily Mail would use. And it's pandering to the same fears, but just on the, on the other side of the spectrum and and I disagree with that, and you know, just because I, I disagree with, the, with when the Daily Mail does it, I disagree with it when the Guardian or the Independent or, or this. And I do find with Pink News that they do go for a bit of sensationalism in their headlines, which is part of the kind of the clickbait culture that we now belong to. So yeah, I don't want to, I don't want to um, knock anybody or say that you know hate crimes don't exist or anything, but, but it's a very, very, very small sample of people to make such a bold claim about. Well, to be honest, I don't have any information or uh, awareness of any LGBT crimes in the UK because I don't live there. But I do think that in recent years, LGBT crimes in the entire world have kind of gone up because uh, people have become more extreme in their opinions. But I also wonder if it's not that... I, I do sometimes wonder that, you know, 20 years ago, you might you might look at crimes against trans people or LGBT people and say, oh, well, they've risen significantly. But you have to equate that against how many more people are actually out and living LGBT in public. And I'm not, you know, I'm not trying to say that everyone should be hiding far from it. But there's got to be a correlation between if the amount of people were living out 20 years ago, would there be an equivalent amount of hate crime or would it actually be that if people were living out then, they would have been far more prevalent than it is today. Statistics are recorded differently anyway. Yeah. So, assaults. First of all, in the 1980s, you potentially wouldn't go to the police and say that you'd been assaulted because of your uh, identity or yeah. your sexuality. You'd just say you'd been assaulted. And the police would also simply record it as an assault. Yeah, hate crime, hate crime um, didn't exist it, in the 80s. Well, hate crime, hate crime no, existed, it was, it but as a category, it, it, was labeled, very, yeah. it was very narrow. Yeah. It's still not even reported as hate crimes a lot of the time now. Um, Nottingham has started reporting a surprising breadth of things as hate crimes in their statistics. So it'll be very interesting to see when those are published next year. Does that does that include demonisation of homeless people and beggars, like we talked about? It, well, you know, they it, you, they they give with one hand and take with okay, the, take other. the other. Yeah. They're reporting social media bullying and things like that as as hate crimes now. That's interesting. Well it, well, it usually is a hate crime because you don't bully people you don't want to bully. It is actually hate crime, and it's specifically oriented towards 
very specific groups of people, usually uh, people who are socially inadapt or gay kids or people with mental issues. So it is actually a, a hate crime. And yes, yes, I agree. It's not. It's not going into you know breaking into somebody's house so you don't know to steal their TV is entirely different from personally attacking another human being just because of who they are or what they do or or has happened to a friend of mine son recently because he's got longer hair um, obviously it's a crime three, against nature three people tried to beat him up and he punched and, and he punched them so <laughs> three people way to go yep because their school has got cctv the three guys got sanctioned for it even though they came off worse because they were like no you hit him he retaliated but he, he had the right to, to because to pin him down someone hits you you have the right to protect yourself and hit back Hard, really fucking hard. When I was at school, you million yeah, years ago, a long time ago, they, they had they did have schools then, but they weren't like schools now. Did you use a slate and chalk? No, we we had exercise books. But, did you well, have Did you have whiteboards? No, we had blackboards. <laughs> we had blackboards, and we, and we and we scratched our essays out onto leaves and handed them in. Why did you scratch them onto leaves? That would just ruin the leaf. But that's why we were at school. We were learning how to use leaves properly. I would get picked on for having long hair. I would get called gay and get called tough and get called all of these things, regardless of any identity that I had, because my identity then was pretty much, I want to be a robot or a spaceman. Possibly a robot spaceman, you know. Oh, A level students. (laughs) (laughs) Buzz, 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 let you to the rescue. (laughs) But but to be fair. What do you want to be when you grow up, Richard? Want to be a spaceman? I want to be a robot. (laughs) But the the people that were doing this picking on, first of all, they were picking on me for their opinion of me. It wasn't, you know, they, they, I wasn't anything. So they, it was just their perception that, that they were doing this for. It was the very definition of a hate crime because they hated something that wasn't even there. And also, they were the ones that used to, to put it bluntly, bum each other in the locker rooms after sports in, in a sort of comedy joking way. That's how can, can I get an English American translation here? Bumming. Um, anal sex. Yes, they, they, weren't, at, they, they weren't actually, they having, weren't anal actually sex. having anal sex. But it's, go, it's going up behind <laughs> behind somebody and like thrusting your hips and going, oh, I'm bumming you. Holy crap. Yeah, welcome to British schools in the 1980s. No, it's still happens. In the 90s oh. and the noughties. Is bumming still a tradition? <laughs> bumming still happens. Okay. Yeah. Absolutely. And they, and they called you gay the other day. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. And then you metrics in, for in, measuring in, bumming performance in, now. Intro to bumming. <laughs> bumming 101. Well, now I know what they uh, teach in um, sex ed in Britain. Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> no, nothing. <laughs> no, they, they teach things in sex ed, sex ed in Britain. They uh, teach you... What did they teach? Do you know what I'm trying to because because my my parents were 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 really good at sex ed um, growing up in a medical household so I knew uh, yeah, yeah. I, I knew everything before everyone else did anyway I remember having like a like a biology book when I was about eight and it had made drawings of body outlines in the back and I used to make little um, blue tack boobies and little blue tack penises. <laughs> what do you mean used to? So effectively, your sex education was like a prototype version of More magazine. 
with little line drawings of the positions and things. No, it wasn't a sex ed book. It was just a biology book because this is oh. when I was about eight. Obviously, that's when you teach a kid proper positioning. If you want people to be good at playing a musical instrument, you start to them when they're little. Yeah. So, you and, know. And you really focus on the fingering. <laughs> God damn it, you beat me to it. Holy shit, I don't think that you could use that. <laughs> Wow. Oh, that's staying in. That's staying in. (laughs) This has gone downhill very quickly. So the fingering's staying in, yeah? (laughs) I'm pretty sure you can't actually publish anything when you're talking about sex ed and eight-year-olds and fingering. No, I was talking about learning musical instruments. Oh, okay. That was the point. When you're teaching a musical instrument, it's better to start them young. Yes. That's why it was so funny. It's all about context. Do you know that when you learn um, musical instruments, you also really have to work on your breathing regardless of what you learn? Yeah, I play a lot of musical instruments, including the pipe, piano, and the pink (laughs) picture. I really want to talk about the comments in the Daily Mail again. Okay. Which I I know is like sticking your face in a lawnmower and then going back for more. But it just, it angered me so much when I saw this. This is what lies beneath British society. I thought that's what lies on top and on the bottom and in the middle. Isn't that why you invaded most of the world? Yeah, no, I don't think we invaded most of the world so that we could be objectionable in Daily Mail comments. Well, that's not really objective. No, but we tried to take over the world because we are full of shame and impotence and rage. But we weren't full of shame and impotence and rage when we went and took over the world. We thought that we were going to either make things better or benefit from what we do. Whereas all of this stuff comes from fear. None of the things that, you know, none of these people would get on a boat and go to another country and achieve something with their lives. Although, in fairness, it would be very ironic if they did, given the frustration they have with people coming over here and achieving something with their lives. Irony would be if one of these commenters would actually bring about world peace. Yes, but the thing is, they probably would bring about world peace by eliminating everybody that thinks differently to them. That's called genocide and fascism, and we're against that, Richard. I I wasn't suggesting that they should. I'm just going, we would hope for them to bring about world peace, and that's how they'd do it, and we'd be really upset about it. I'm pretty sure you just described the whole Nazi propaganda deal. They're not like us. We hate them. We fear them. They're taking over our land. Let's kill them all. Always comes back to the Nazis. Most things come back to the Nazis. They were very unoriginal for an original group. They even stole their marks, didn't they? <laughs> they ripped it off from somebody. What? Who? The goose deck wasn't an invention of the Nazis. No, it was going on for hundreds of years. I see. Amy and I, Wiki Shuffle, we know these things. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Wiki Shuffle teaches us everything. Well, you know, the Nazis didn't invent a lot of things. Shall we actually have a look at some of these comments and see what our charming 
people yeah. are safe. Um, the comments, because um, we're talking about the article, we've all read it. The listeners have no idea what we're talking about. The comments were made on a Daily Mail article about a English couple who are driving back from France, passing through Calais, and they hit a couple. Paper reporting them as migrants who are trying to enter the country. They're a husband and wife. The man was killed, and the woman was seriously injured. And fucking hell, sorry. The the comments made on there, and these are these are all from from their readers. It's uh, these illegals are a pain. Should have reversed over him to make sure. Wife still alive. Good. Now make her pay for a new bumper. Um. About time. At last, something positive to keep this vermin out of our beloved country. Yeah. We have a delightful chap going by the name of Roy Watkins who says best bloody news I've heard this morning actually yes no we should be naming these people shouldn't we yeah. David Brett said about time at last something positive to keep the vermin out of our beloved country Colin Manning good news at last run the twats over Paul Richards has an interesting point here it serves him right he shouldn't have been breaking the law in the first place I have no sympathy for these people um which law exactly was he breaking at that particular moment in time Doro Stefan Kill them all! Lovely. What is that image on uh, George Skandberg? Uh, sc- 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 that looks like the Iron Eagle, doesn't it? Yeah, no, they're Nazis. Okay. That looks like the Iron that Eagle. That is an Iron Eagle. Yeah, it's an Iron Eagle. Yeah. Okay, fantastic. We've established these are actual Nazis. Okay. One down, only 10,000 to go. Well, at least they That's uh, Paul J. Scrafton. There's one here, Civilex Bemelit. I think that might be how it might be Kivilex, Civilex Bemelit. One raper lesser. Because, yeah, take the Donald Trump approach. If he's trying to enter another country, he must be a rapist. Fucking dick. Horrendous, isn't it? You keep picking the sad thing to end the show with, and all of the energy just goes boom. Well, then if we did it at the beginning, we wouldn't have energy enough to do the rest of the show. No, you'd be full yeah. of anger, because there'd be another subject, and you'd still be anger. You'd, like, you'd be wound up from the first one. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm not You're losing energy. you comments, I'm, aren't you? Yeah, I'm going through the comments on the website, because I'm so fucking angry about this. I, the, the lack of pity and humanity in people in this country, it's... Oh, the, lack I, of, the lack of empathy and humanity, as displayed by Daily Mail readers, as edited by the people that edit the comments section of the Daily Mail. Oh my god, there's a comment here. Deepest sympathies to the family and friends of the man who died. My thoughts are with you. 12 upvotes, 115 downvotes. There is no joy in any of the media or politics that we're confronted with now. Nobody stands up and presents something as a way of improving the world. It's all ways of protecting or or at least reacting to fear. You know, you think about the Victorian era and even the immediate post-World War II era. It was all about making things better. Hippies were all about making things better. Everything was to, to improve. Even if the moral comfort was wrong, the moral compass was still trying to direct us to better places. Whereas now, everything seems to be about well, fear. We've already gone to shit, so we might as well just hunker down and buy a gun. Protect what's left. It's just the things they're doing to try and combat it are insane. It's like, have you guys seen the the stuff where they're, they're putting military, uh, they're trying to bring back like um, cadets for schools, but it's it becomes mandatory. But it's mandatory. But the argument that uh, the actual cadets have used is that it's not about militarising, it's about teaching discipline and good mental processes because they've gone through that training. And to be fair, I did um, cadet force at school and I've never shot a gun or done anything 
remotely military. It's coming back to that whole sort of cultural expansion of what we do when we're growing up. When I grew up, it was Cub Scouts and Brownies and things. Mm -hmm. Now, those organisations may have some overtones that perhaps aren't particularly liberal or pleasant now, but they still provided an outdoor experience and interaction with other people and useful skills. And I think those things are falling by the wayside. Yeah, but it's still sort of militarizing children and letting them experience something that is not fit for, for a young age. Well, what is, what is fit for a young age? Because I think that understanding survival and competitiveness and cooperating is something which you should learn at a young age. Well, yeah, but going to Cub Scouts or things like that or brownies or whatever is quite different than going to a group that teaches you how to be a better soldier. I don't think the cadets really focus on that side of things. It's still an unusual move. It's not something which necessarily makes sense given the fragmentation of the current curriculum. Mm. It was also the way they phrased it as well, like, we're trying to fight radicalization by bringing back cadets and militarizing it. It's like, it just seems like you're saying you're combating radicalization by making British radicalization, if, if that makes sense. In so it, yeah, it's the, it's the concept of instilling British values, but at the moment, what people understand as British values in, in a certain demographic, the problem is that British values are such a subjective thing in the first place. Our idea of British values is probably different to the British values that the Daily Mail readers have. I can tell you what our class is British values, because we have to do it because we're a higher education centre, and we have to follow a thing called British values, which are rule of law, which of course we only do in Britain, tolerance of other faiths and beliefs, which of course we only do in Britain, individual liberty, which of course we only do in Britain, democracy. So those are the British values that we have to follow at college. Some of which sound a bit Greek or French to me. Well, or at least, you know, could you not put the word human in there? Human values? Does it have to be about Britain? Does it have to be about blind pride in country? Obviously, that's the most prideful thing someone can do. I, I don't agree with it in the sense that I think blind faith and pride and just believing your country is great because you believe it is great and is therefore the best is it's not a healthy mindset. Well, well, that's that's the whole point though. There's a difference between being blindly following your country and being pride of your country yet reluctant to follow it blindly. You understand why you love your country, you're patriotic, but you don't walk with the entire flock blindedly. No, I was going to say, instilling pride in a country is a simple and easy alternative to providing people with the tools to take pride in their own identity and their own abilities. So, if you aren't going to provide an education system that inspires people to be great in one way, you can at least make them feel like they're part of a greater machine that they can be proud of without necessarily having to make much effort. Yeah, you sort of turn around and go, well, you're British, isn't that enough? Well, no. <laughs> well, yes, obviously. But you're British, You the, the, the whole thing comes with a stripping of identity. You're British, that's your identity. And you should be happy with that. Don't try changing anything. Don't try in, using your imagination to create something exciting and new. I, I got asked by a colleague at work just a couple of days ago if I, if I was proud of my country. So he turned around to me and was like, 
So Amy, you know, what, what makes you proud to be British? And my response is, I, I'm not. He, he kept trying to be like, well, you, you, the country can do this and you can do this. Like, yeah, but I, I just look at all the negatives and the shit we're doing now and it so vastly outweighs anything that I could be proud of. We don't really have national pride. We have national shame. Yeah, and probably well-deserved national shame. It's what bonds people together. Shame, fear and hate, mostly. Shame and hate, the great uniting forces of modern society. It's better than patriotism. It's fundamentally the same. Well, That's just shame and hate with a little flag to wave. Not necessarily, because pr patriotism doesn't automatically mean that you hate people. No, I think I think that the British fundamentally the ones who the ones who think about it are self-hating. Yeah, I think I think that in, in order to be truly patriotic, you have to have something missing that makes you not feel that about yourself. So a brain? No, no. As in, as in, you know, if you don't feel pride in yourself, you still want to search for something to feel proud of. So you search for something external to yourself, i.e., oh well, I'm British and British is is awesome. Um, I'm proud of my local sports team. Mm. Is that why I'm so miserable with everything else? You know, I do these projects, doing the podcast, I'm proud of how that's going, I'm doing my website, I'm proud of the response I'm getting, I, you know, I take pride in those achievements. Is that why I'm such a miserable git when it comes to, what do you like about your country? Fuck all. Well, let's see. Do you well, you're also a realist, Amy, and you also have a brain in your head, so you understand that yeah. your accident of birth shouldn't necessarily confer any kind of level of emotional loyalty. <laughs> Thank you everyone for joining us for another week. We hope you enjoyed the episode. If you did, you can follow us over on Twitter by searching at underscore everything left. You can like us on Facebook by going to facebook.com forward slash everything left podcast. Or you can even email us. Our address is everything left podcast at outlook.com. We're also on SoundCloud, Acast, iTunes, Podbean and a whole host of other providers. So be sure to follow us so that you never miss an upcoming episode. Addy, Han, Richard... Thank you very much for joining us again for another episode. Had a blast. Bye. You jumped straight to bye. All right. All right, Richard. No, Richard wants gone. I, I, I thought that was just ending. Well, no. Richard doesn't want to thank you at all. No, no. no. <laughs> I'm complete like... No, I... Do I just put myself through? I don't understand the etiquette of this. <laughs> you don't understand the etiquette. You just follow what everyone else does. Which is not say bye at that point. Oh, okay. <laughs> Okay, so Richard's already gone, um, so I guess it's just goodbye from me, Addy, and Han now. <laughs> <laughs> bye bye. See you later. Thanks, everyone. Bye bye. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a dick. I've got a perfect puzzle for you. If you are wise, you'll listen to me. What do you get when you guzzle down sweets? Eating as much as an elephant eats. What are you at getting terribly fat? What do you think will come of that? I don't like the look of it. Oompa, loompa, doompa dee da. If you're not greedy, you will go far. You will live in happiness too. Like the oompa, loompa, doompa dee doo. Ba-dee-doo.